You're listening to Stories After Swipe Right Podcast. Where we talk about healthier dating and more intimate relationships through vivid storytelling and dialogue. This is M. And this is Alex. Hey, hey. Hello. Stories After Swipe Right, Season 3, coming right back at ya. That's what's up. Episode 3 already. I feel like in the breakup journey, this is like the just the fourth month. <laughs> Depends on how fast you move on. It's crazy how we have so much to say. I know. <laughs> breaking up. Right? We used to like joke about it. Me and my friends were like, on a scale of Taylor Swift to Adele. Oh, no. That's the other way around. On a scale of Adele to Taylor Swift, how fast do you move on? <laughs> right? Hindi naman tayo masyadong bitter din eh, no? Actually, this season is all about breakup and we are actually sharing with you what we call the breakup playbook so breakup playbook it's kind of like a journey with all of you it's this entire season is designed to help you get over your breakup i don't know successfully is that is that actually the right term maybe um in gracefully. a healthy way yeah gracefully in a healthy way right we're gonna be your breakup buddy as you go through this stage <laughs> in your life i love that Breakup yeah, buddies. breakup buddy. So, because we know that there are different stages in a breakup, it's essentially like you know the grieving stages, right? Stages of grief. Um, so we started with uncertainty or like not be doubting your relationship. Mm-hmm. So we did the signs that you're about to break up, and then walking away from an almost relationship, relationship. right? Yep. And so the next stage to that is denial. Right? Denial and graduation goggles. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. If you are you find yourself in the middle of a breakup, you're in that denial phase. Yes. We're here to tell you that your breakup was, was worth, worth it. it. Yes. So yes, your breakup was worth it. We know that sometimes you probably feel like, you know how that initial stage in your breakup, you already feel that void. That you're not doing what you used to do with this person. Your life is a little different now. And so you kind of slip into that graduation goggles, as we call it. Or like mm-hmm. um, euphoric recall. Where you your brain kind of starts remembering all the good times in your relationship. Rather than why you actually broke up. Which is... A little bit weird to me because you know how the human brain is mm-hmm. wired to be, mm-hmm. you know, to be negative. It's it's our survival mechanism. Yeah. For some reason, when we're in that denial stage after a breakup, it's the complete opposite. Exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, we have these rose-colored lenses on. Exactly. It, you know. It's, it's yeah. crazy. You tell yourself, oh, maybe it's not really that bad after all. But, you know, at the end of the day, he was really sweet, even though he cheated on you like 20 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So today, we're here to tell you that, yes, your breakup is worth it. We're here to tell you that, no, no, you're not. he's not a great of a person. If it was really that great, your relationship, you should still be together. But, you know, it's not. So we're kind of going to remove that rose-colored lesson. And this is probably going to be tough, okay? We're going to give you some tough love, yeah? Real talk, yeah. Yeah, real talk. And we're going to talk about denial and just busting out all these toxic behaviors of your relationship, I guess. 
Oh, I have a lot to say about that. Okay. And it's going to be fun because we're going to introduce different personas yes. to really help you pinpoint what those people are so that in the future, when you're ready for love again, you know what these red flags are. Exactly. Okay. So let's start. All right. The first persona, I would say, first toxic ex that I'm going to tell you about. <laughs> toxic ex. Yes. Is the control freak. Okay? So, this control freak ex is a type of ex that really wants you to tell him or her where you are every minute of the day. Right? Like, they panic if you don't reply right away. Or they kind of want you to tell them where you're going and wait for them to say yes, you can go there. Yeah, you got to ask permission for everything. You have to ask permission. What you're what you're doing, who you're with. Yes. What you're eating, how many breaths you took. And, and then they want you to send send them fucking photos and shit. And you know they track like, you like they they do GPS thingy and find your That's friend. crazy, man. Oh, I mean, man. that's Oh man. Have you have I you did. experienced that? Yeah. Yeah. At one point, <laughs> um and you know me, I'm very, I'm, I'm a very outgoing person. I like, I like, have so many activities in my life, and it was just so hard because I feel like a puppet. You know, I feel like a prisoner in that yeah. relationship, or a worker that has to answer to a boss. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a manager. Yeah, a micromanager. Mi- micromanage, right? <laughs> a micromanager. Yes. Why why it was really bad, okay? We're here to tell you if that's that's your ex that it is really bad. And why was it really bad? Because for that reason that I said that you will feel like a prisoner in that relationship. This person does not respect you as an individual. Instead, they feel like they are in possession of you, like you are of them, right? So, I feel like it's I don't know, it's suffocating. I would also say that there's no trust. Yes. And obviously trust is such a huge, if not the biggest component in a relationship. True. And if you're constantly having to report. You know <laughs> report I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is where I'm at. This is what I'm, what I'm doing. This is who I'm with. Yeah. And it's especially difficult, like what you said earlier, if you're, if you're an outgoing person, you've got a lot of friends. Yeah. You're doing, you're, you're always outside. You've got a lot of yes. things yeah. going on. Yeah. And like, you know, you just missed a reply for like five minutes and they'd be like, Gege, salamat na lang sa lahat. Away na. Away <laughs> or like, na. you know, they start a fight or like, well, you know, hope you live your best life. Goodbye. And then they block you on fucking <laughs> Facebook and shit. I'm yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's just suffocating. And we're here to tell you why your breakup was worth it. If this was the kind of relationship you were in. You have to wake up, open your eyes up, and it is so worth it because, again, you deserve someone who can respect you as an individual, who celebrates the different aspects in your life that does not involve him or her, right? And also gives you that unwavering, unconditional support. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, like, uh, this is you, do your thing. Do your thing. You know, I support you. Yeah, I want you to be the, the, the queen or king that you are. Yeah, exactly. This is actually borderline psycho. So please, if this was your ex, congratulate yourself that you got out of that relationship. And if this is you, 
Well, fuck that shit, man. Come on. This is you. Magbago ka na. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 2022 na. Yeah, right? right? Time to change. The next one I'm gonna say is, oh my gosh, verbally abusive ex. Verbally abusive. In what ways? Because there are like, to me, when I, when, when I hear verbally abusive, there's the subtle way. The playful way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then well, there's the really in your face, a mean type of, you know what I mean? Okay, here's the thing. Verbally abusive to that point that made you break up with them. You know, so it, like cursing you out. Cursing you out or what else? Disencouraging you. Yes, you know. Yeah. What else? Yeah. <laughs> Disencouraging you. Backhanded compliments. What's that? Um, You know, when you're ca- disguising an insult with a compliment, for example, I like this dress. It flatters your big stomach. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Uh-huh. Something like that. So That's just a recipe for disaster. It's kind of like you're saying she's fat, but then you're also saying that you like the dress. Something like that. And also, verbally abusive um, partners can be those that are always mean to you. You know, they disguise it as maybe tough love, calling you out every time. Very critical. Being overly critical, yeah. Yes. I mean, there's a there's a borderline in being critical and also being overly critical and just plain rude and mean. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I would also say some of the more well-known stuff about verbal abuse, like gaslighting and shit like that. You know, it, it doesn't just happen in a relationship, but even before the relationship mm-hmm. in the in the dating game, mm-hmm. there's a lot of that mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, that's true. And it's so sad. And why why it was really bad? Because, well, if you're in that relationship, you're always going to feel like you're not good enough because they give you these harsh words and words have power. You know that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Words are, are powerful. Even if you feel like, you know, don't let anyone talk you into feeling shit. But then if this partner is with you all the time and you lean on this partner. And it's excessive. And it's like excessive. You hear it every single day. Yeah, you're going to really feel the impact of his hurtful words or their hurtful words. And you're going to start believing it. And that's I think that's the worst part about it. Where you start to believe something that's not true at all. Yeah. So you start to have lower self-esteem confidence why your breakup was worth it is because your partner like you said should be your number one supporter they should be your number one cheerleader they should support you and not belittle you right they should be able to kind of give you that extra boost and feel like they believe in you even when the rest of the world doesn't exactly even if you even if you're the one at fault huh do you want to elaborate on that? That's yeah, like for example, if you did something wrong, I would I would call you out on it definitely. Mm-hmm. How so? In in a non toxic way? I would I would just like be I would just be like, hey, I didn't like that. I didn't like that you did this, mm-hmm. or I was really uncomfortable that that you did that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But at the same time, you know. I support you. You must have had your own reasons for doing it at the time or you were compelled by your emotions for doing it at the time. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be so critical of you because of that. Because I know I have my moments too. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that for you. Yeah. And you have to come from a place of love, right? Not just 
ang bobod man ito or ang tanga-tanga man naman. You're so stupid. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. It's it is crazy because some people actually do say that. They do that. And again, you'll know naman when it's just playful banter mm-hmm. and versus talagang, you know, they're giving it at you. Know, tanga mo, you're so stupid. You never do anything Oof. right. Yes. And then, because you're in that relationship for a very long time, you start to believe it. And again, why your breakup was worth it is because, girl, you deserve to shine your light without this stupid person dimming it. Exactly. Right? And you also deserve, parade. also deserve a space where you can make mistakes yes. and not be so, and not be crucified for it. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I use the word crucified. It's not too hardcore, <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes it is, right? Exactly. I mean, some people will destroy yeah. you. <laughs> and I remember we have an episode in season, was it season one or season two about dialogue in relationships? Yeah, I think it was season two. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, we have a, a full episode about how to communicate with your partner. So, you know, you don't have to resort to being verbally abusive. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I believe Ooh. the next one is the ill-tempered. Oh, my Which God. really which really resonates well with being verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. Is that, okay, you're already, you're already abusing the person, your significant other, mm-hmm. with words. Add to that a crazy aggressive stance or a temper. Mm-hmm. That's just a... It's, Hot-headed it's deadly. person. Yes. It's so bad. Hot-headed partner oh my gosh i remember when i was growing up my mom would always tell me that when i choose a partner i have to choose a partner who is you know kinder can can give you the feedback that you need or can talk to you can have difficult conversations with but will not fight with you like will not be in a battle or a war with you scream at you and especially not hurt you physically hurt you exactly or you know just lash out all the time why it's really bad is because you're like walking on eggshells right you're walking on eggshells you don't know when this person is gonna snap at you yeah and when they do you know it's it's just a scary time because you don't feel safe in the relationship because they are always angry shouting or again physical or maybe shutting shutting out uh, shutting you out and that shit is really contagious oh yeah as well because i know uh, uh part of my childhood was growing up in a very aggressive environment the padron where temper the, yeah you're gonna talk the about padron the padron temper. temper okay let's do not that. too much but <laughs> you know what i mean my family is actually known to have a temper, you know, when temper is connected to your last name, that's some shit, the right? Drawn temper, exactly. <laughs> so I, I had to undergo a lot of self healing, mm-hmm. you know, hugging the inner child type <laughs> and shit. But I really grew up in in an environment where it was really aggressive, and so I felt that I also had to be aggressive all the time mm-hmm. towards towards everybody. Yeah, it came to the point where I didn't know. I didn't even know why I was so mad at, yeah. at everything and everyone. Yeah. And that affected my relationships, uh, obviously, in a very negative way. It mm-hmm. took me a long time mm-hmm. to really, really get over that mm-hmm. and then not to be so easily triggered mm-hmm. by stuff. Yes. Because when you're easily triggered, guess what? You're, you're, 
immediate family or mm-hmm. your significant other, the people that are always around you, they are the ones that suffer the most. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I mean, I'm so happy to say that Alex doesn't have that Pedron temper anymore. Or like Oh, fuck me. that. If you if you had <laughs> met me in my 20s, it was a totally different story. Yeah, he's, he's a great communicator. He, when he gets upset, he's... You know, we talk about it. We have difficult conversations as well. Again, we're debunking the myth. You know, f- people feel like we don't fight. <laughs> this is a perfect we relationship. We fight all the time. <laughs> we fight all the time. Well, not all the time. But, you know, we've just mastered the way to deal with fights. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, fighting, arguing in a relationship, that, that shit is normal. Exactly. And why your breakup is worth it? Because imagine yourself... Very tired from work. You're so stressed out from your day. Oh, man. And you come home, right? You come home to someone nagging you for not doing this or for doing that or shouting at you, adding to the stressful day that you had. Like, is that really the kind of relationship that you want? That's so difficult because, for example, you're already having a a war at, at the office, having a crazy bad day. And then you come home to another war. Exactly. So your relationship should feel like a safe haven for you. Sanctuary. A san- oh, I love that word. Sanctuary, right? So it should feel like a sanctuary rather than another battlefield. Exactly. Exactly. And um, another persona that I would, I would add would be, and I'm, I'm just going to blur it out, kind of like the flirt machine. Yes. I guess. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> I I don't have a personal story wherein I dated someone. Really? Good for you. <laughs> was, was such a was such a flirt, even oh, though man. we were exclusively dating or when we were together. However, I do have an immediate family member, <coughs> my dad. <laughs> oh yeah, you should you should check out that episode. Yeah, we did do an episode with 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 my dad, right? Yeah. I think that was also on. No, that that was season one. Right. No, season two. Yeah. 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 Right. So um, he's just a, a flirty <laughs> motherfucker, man. And he's so bold about it, too. Like mm. his girlfriend is there and then say a waitress would come and You know, yeah. she waitress was a little bit easy to the eye. Yeah. And my dad made sure that the waitress would know that in front of his girlfriend. I, I always felt that was an awkward moment. <laughs> I didn't have the balls to apologize for my family at the time at the, the disgrace and shit. If I listens to this episode, it's going to call you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, man. It's all good. You know, it's all about real talk. Yeah. And I'm just, that's just my story. And I, I, I've even, if it wasn't me doing it or doing it, or even if I wasn't at the receiving end of it, it was just super fucking uncomfortable seeing someone else do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're lucky that you didn't have that issue with an ex. To me, oh my gosh, that long-term ex that I was talking about, he is like probably the CEO founder of Flirt Machine <laughs> LLC. I don't know, <laughs> right? Because, okay, let's just describe a, a general type, right? This general flirt machine type. They are, I don't know, people that would go out of their way, maybe, to follow, you know, Accounts of the opposite sex slide into DMs on social media. Yeah, on social media, slide on DMs and just say, "Hey, you're so pretty." But that's it. Not not like really okay. playing with that line of 
uh-huh. actually cheating. Dangerous game. Yeah. yeah. Or or like just flirting. Thin line too. Yeah. Yeah. Again, we're we're not talking about an actual full blown cheater because if you that was your ex, you don't have to question about your breakup. Yeah. It was worth it, right? But just the not exactly fully f- cheating, just playing that line. These people, they I don't know, yeah, slide into DMs or kind of are very friendly with peers of the opposite sex. Um, they like the attention, maybe, or playing with fire, man. Yeah. And yeah. Y- you know what? What pisses me off about that is that they act like they ain't doing nothing fucking yeah, wrong. I'm like, hey, I'm not sleeping with this person. Yeah, it was. I, it was just a. I just like the photo. Yeah. I just. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to be fucking crazy myself. Where, yeah, you can fucking like photos and all that shit, right? But to the point where. You're going to try to deny something. Yeah. Or like overly. I mean, you will know. You will know if it doesn't feel right anymore. Like, hey, I think my partner is being overly friendly. To me, intimate moments are reserved for your special person, for your partner. There you go. Don't have intimate conversations with a friend of the opposite sex. Don't have kind of that... Again, playing with fire moments. Like you're testing the waters if you're going to be able to control yourself. Don't. Just don't. Have that respect. And I think we've talked about that before when we just started out dating. Like uh, friends of the opposite sex. Do you remember that conversation? We didn't agree to any of that (laughs) shit, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's also part of our compatibility. We don't believe in, like, guy best friends, girl girl best best friends. friends, No freaking way. Oh, I've I've known him from way longer before you came into my life. And this is, you know what I mean? It's fucking... uh, And you kind of live together, your roommates. Oh, man. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, going back. why, Why it was really bad. First thing. You have to ask yourself, why do they feel the need to still keep that intimate connection with an op- you know, a person of the opposite sex? Another thing is, any, every time they flirt with you know, other people, it sends a message to you that you are not, not enough. enough. Right? Yeah. It sends a message that you're not enough. That they're still looking for, they're still testing the waters and looking for something else. And it's just plain disrespectful, at least for me. It's just plain disrespectful. Like, you hit the jackpot, bro. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. Why the breakup is really worth it is because you never feel assurance. You never feel safe or trust in that relationship. And worse, you don't know where they are because, you know, they could yeah. be hanging out and it's very late. And, you know, all this paranoid thoughts in your head. And you just don't feel like they're all over you. They're crazy about you, right? And I think that's very sad. Absolutely. And and for that, I would say if you are currently ex- experiencing something like that, a remedy would definitely be to, to really make an effort to communicate it as much as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, like, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to hang out with this person. Mm-hmm. This is who she is. But mm-hmm. at the same time, let, let me know. Are, are, you, are you comfortable with this? Exactly. I like that. If if you're not, I mean, you know, I'd be happy to just fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. no big deal. Yeah. But my priority is your is your peace. You know, are, are you comfortable with this? Are you comfortable with that? Oh, yeah. this is this person, and this is our. This is how I know her. This is how she knows me. Yeah. In, in, See, in find like someone that. like that. My priority <laughs> is your peace. 
boom. <laughs> it's true though. It's very true. I feel like it's something that a lot of people neglect or think that it's a small thing. But over time, it develops insecurities. Absolutely. It, it, it yeah. builds up insecurities in your heart. And another thing that I would like to note is... You know how you, how some people would kind of post cryptic messages on social media? Like, all the girls flirting with my guy. I just okay. want you to know the boy is mine. Stuff like that. And I'm like, um, well, if this person is overly flirting, what does that say about you who is staying in that relationship? And if you got to say it. If you feel the need out to. Out loud. I mean, you know, put I mean, your boundaries, cock block them. <laughs> yeah, that's. Isn't that a little weird? That's so sad. That's so sad. It should be effortless. If you show me signs that I shouldn't trust you, then I cannot date you. If you cannot trust the person you're dating, you are dating the wrong person. Yeah, and you should not get into a relationship with that person. So breakup, totally, totally Breath worth it. it. Yes. Now, <laughs> next is the unbelievably I had so much busy. Emotions. I had so much emotions in that section. Sorry. Okay. The unbelievably busy. Mm -hmm. The unbelievably busy person. Yeah. So the unbelievably busy person can be a good thing and a bad thing, but like to to the point where it's you're the last thing in their mind. Career comes first, family comes first, um, school comes first, and they're overly unbelievably busy. Yeah, no which time is for you. which is another recipe for you feeling that you're not that you're not good enough or you're not worthy enough to be a priority for this person. You know, um, admittedly, when I became an entre entrepreneur back in 2016, I was so neck deep in my in my work in mm -hmm. my career mm -hmm. uh, as a startup owner. If you do own a startup, you you'll know how busy you can get, and this is who I was. The unbelievably the, busy? Yeah. Okay. So I, I wasn't surprised that my ex at the time <laughs> broke Bless up you. with me. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I do know what it's like to be unbelievably busy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's not healthy at all yeah. for your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why it is really bad is because zero time for each other will result to zero connection. Right. And the thing about being unbelievably, unbelievably busy is even though you're spending time together, you're always just talking about fucking work. Or you're on your phone. Yeah. Answering calls. <laughs> Answering and emails and yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I mean? Even whatever you're doing, whatever time you're in, whether it's quality time or time at work, you're just elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And yeah, unfortunately, that's who I was. Oh, yeah. Well... At least you're not like that anymore. No, but definitely not. Definitely I mean, when not. we met, uh -huh. we, when we met, we kind of made that clear that, okay, we have these career ambitions, this, all of these passion projects, passion pursuits in life, and, you know, see how it fits. But the reason an unbelievably busy person is a toxic type of ex is because you kind of n are not able to have a partner. You feel like you're single. Like if you trophy wanna, wife, trophy, trophy husband, wife or husband, <laughs> oh my god, or, or may lang, you know, may just so lang. you can say that yeah. you're in a relationship. Like for example, you want to watch, let's say, the new Batman movie, mm -hmm. which was great, by the way. We saw that absolutely. <laughs> um, First date in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, you want to wanted to watch a movie, but this person cannot be with you, 
right? Or the worst, nagplano ka na, you already dressed up and you're going on a date supposedly and then a call comes up, right? One time, two times, three times is okay, but like if it's a pattern, then that's just so sad because you'll, you'll feel like you're alone. And to me, why the breakup is worth it is because sing, feeling single ka na naman, edi tuloy mo na, <laughs> right? Exactly, right? And what's even worse than that is what if they are with you? Yeah. But at the same time, they're just super distant. Yeah. I think that's the worst. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Because you're already you're already spending quality time together, but this person is just not there. Yes, diba? So, you know, why the breakup was worth it? Again, parang feeling mo na single ka. You feel like you're alone. You're, you're, you're not in a relationship. You're not partnered with this person. Might as well make it official. Okay, do the things that you want to want him to do for you, like buy yeah. flowers, right? Edi ikaw na ba ng flowers mo? Magiging ano ka pa? Feeling strong and independent. Kesa yung you're expecting this person to do that for you, right? Mm-hmm. Or buy I don't know jewelry, diba? Go ahead and do that, right? Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And speaking of jewelries, I'd like to show you the YouTube friends that we are we have right now. They can see I'm wearing Ana Luisa jewelry. So we'd like to give a shout out to our Ana Luisa partners, right? So they are a super affordable jewelry company. They manufacture, they create high quality jewelry like this. As you can see, it's so cute. For our podcast family, I'm wearing a necklace and earrings from Ana Luisa. You know what I really like about them is that they are kind to Mother Nature. You know, they they manufacture carbon neutral um, jewelry and super affordable. And honestly, it's just so elegant. Do you like it? Absolutely. It looks beautiful on you. Right? So elegant and empowering, right? So, yeah. Thank you to our Ana Luisa friends. Actually... You know, we partner with them so that you can also grab a piece or two of Ana Luisa jewelry. You can head on to analuisa.com and we have a code for them, right? Absolutely, yeah. We actually have a 10% discount code. All you need to do is input the code SASSER or S-A-S-R and the discount link will be in the podcast description. Yes, so you can just go ahead and click the link in our description and you can get, you know, a discount on Ana Luisa Jewelry, right? Check so them out. If you've just broken up with this person who, you know, kind of disregarded you, go ahead and buy yourself some Ana Luisa Jewelry. <laughs> you know, my thought on that in relation to what you just said is whenever I did go through a breakup, I made sure that I did not want to be that i didn't want to look bad (laughs) the first thing that i would do good even if you've broken up (laughs) the first thing that i would do is enroll in a gym work out like fucking crazy buy new clothes get a new haircut i wanted to make sure that i was fucking sexy Mm -hmm, going through mm -hmm. that breakup yeah oh man all right so manipulative jerk the manipulative jerk yeah, yes, is the next right. one. The next one is manipulative jerk. So we talk about unbelievably busy. Manipulative jerk is the next one. What's a manipulative jerk? I would, I would say I would define that as someone who emotionally blackmails people. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! Yeah, sad boy. Hashtag sad. Boy. That's the worst, man. <laughs> you know, fucking. I hate songs that are like. Oh, go ahead and, you know, ingatan mo siya. Ingatan mo siya. Make sure you take care of her. 
and only because I wasn't able to do so. I'm like, motherfucker, you don't need to tell me that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, you lost her, man. Yeah. Let me do my thing. Yeah. Emotionally manipulative people. I actually had an ex um, like this. My very first um, ex. Well, granted, we were still younger then. Mm-hmm. But my first ex, he would always blackmail me into staying in the relationship, even though it was so bad. Like, he would always tell, I'm gonna kill myself if. Oh my God. Or like, those are... you know, I'd be like, he would always be like, I'm not gonna eat until you come here. <laughs> Hunger strike yarn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how would you respond to that? Well, you know, I was very young back then, but so I gave in, right? Because you know, you, you feel the certain care for this person, but and guilt the, and guilt, you know, guilt trip, yeah, right? But at the same time, you have to also understand that this person is a, a an adult, right? You are not responsible for their actions and you shouldn't be you shouldn't be held you know accountable for that because you can't act on their behalf diba? and they would always manipulate you into na, dito ko na lang, wag ka na umalis. or just you know um give up that that thing that you that you always do and just stay with me yeah or cancel all your cancel your schedules don't go to work like, oh my God. Yeah. Or like they overly drag out, let's say, a low point in their life. For example, they lost a family member. Mm-hmm. Yes, we understand grieving is important. People need to take time to grieve. But like if you always use that as a card for your abusive v- behavior, right? Then that's so manipulative. I mean, it is because your partner will then you cannot progress. Yeah. Until and then you're you feel able like you're a bad person. Kasi, diba, namataya na nga siya, tapos ganun pa yung ginagawa. It's tricky. Oh, it's tricky. Yeah, which was, why the, which was why the breakup was absolutely worth it. Yeah. Emotional it, blackmail is, I think, toxic. one of the most worst things you can do. I also like to call out that women usually use this card. Iyak. Emotional blackmailing. Like, <laughs> yeah, magwawala. And just cry, cry tantrums. their eyes. Yeah, tantrums. <laughs> will cry their eyes out and just really uh, make themselves look and feel miserable. Niko ba naawa sa akin? Yeah. I, I, I think I've experienced that a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. I never know how to respond to it. I always felt like the bad guy. Yun, yun. You like, always find yourself feeling like the bad guy. I know, man. Like, even though... Even though I know that what was happening was was absolutely was absolutely wrong, I felt like everything was my fault. Yeah. Even though it it really wasn't. At one point, when my ex was trying to win me back, he became this person, the manipulative jerk, because he would always tell me that I'm never gonna be happy without you, and then he would give this lines that. Okay, if you really don't want to get back together, I guess it's okay. I'll just learn to live alone and I'll just be on my own. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Si God na bahala Basta alam ni Lord na pinagdadasal kita palagi. What the fuck? Right? I mean... Yeah, so no if way. that's if that's no your way. ex, the breakup was totally worth it because free yourself from that manipulation, establish your boundaries, take back control. Take back control. Yes. Right? Take back control. Dang. <laughs> that was huge. I that was a huge drop. Take back control. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, a lot of people. Do, I I think a lot of people. Do, I know when I when I was going through it at the time, I didn't realize that that I was actually relinquishing so much control. Relinquishing so much control. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> really. I'll say it again. You want me to say it again? I was really relinquishing so much um, control. And another thing that I not not entirely happy to admit, but. Uh, one persona that I was before was that I was an underachiever. You're an underachiever, which is such a huge contrast, contrast yeah. to to who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was such an underachiever. I didn't have high standards. I was just happy, not even happy. I, I was just fucking Meh. didn't want to do anything. Yeah, you know, blah blah blah. Fucking yeah, okay, just doing it day by day yeah no 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 goals nothing huge going on in my life and i felt like my partner at the time felt like i was such a drag and i also felt like oh, i was such man. a fucking drag as well you know like a like a burden or a weight because mm-hmm. i didn't have anything i didn't have anything going on and I, i'm not trying to shame people who do not have anything going on but an underachiever type of persona has its ways in being toxic mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yes. What's your experience? Yeah, I agree. So with with that being said, that it has its ways of being toxic in a relationship. For example, if you're the type of person who likes to have goals and ambitions, very motivated in your life, you want to get the most of life, and this partner is just there meh you know living a meh life and you just feel that you what you just feel that you need to dim your light or slow down your progress just so they can keep up right i remember i had a friend and they broke up and the guy told uh they had this talk and then the guy was kind of like saying that you know it's because he didn't directly say that i'm insecure but it's kind of like that the girl was saying, what do you want me to do then? Right? The guy is complaining. You're always, you know, out in your meetings and all of that and this and that. And the girl was like, what do you want me to do then? This is me. And the guy said, slow down. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's when she realized that this person is not the right person for her. Like, why would you want me to slow down? Right? I can't slow down for you. I can't accommodate your sulking and wallowing in sorrow or whatever bullshit i think it would be justified if that person said to slow down because i've noticed that your mental health is deteriorating you're a little bit more irritable Mm -hmm. but they didn't say that right yeah no and like imagine as a person you're you know you're very passionate about your whatever you do whatever your life and then this person is just really very underachieving and you feel bad but in reality, if you are viciously honest with yourself, you cannot be, you cannot find yourself to be proud of them. I know that sounds so mean, but like, you have nothing to actually be proud of them because they're not even striving hard. And the the thing is, there's nothing wrong with that underachiever. Mm-hmm. What what there is something, you know, there's something wrong in the relationship where there's a misalignment. Yeah. Between your goals, which is such a deal breaker for exactly. me. I've said it in other podcast episodes. If we're not aligned with our vision, our goals mm-hmm. as a couple, if we don't match in that way, mm-hmm. 
I just I just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I just so can't do why it. why your breakup is worth it is of course if you are a person who's kind of have a lot of things going on for you, you want a partner that can match that, that can match your energy, right? You want a partner to build an empire with, so to speak, right? or even complement that energy. Yeah. They they don't exactly have to match your enthusiasm mm-hmm. and stuff like that or passion. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they have their own enthusiasm and passion for the things that they do. But if they can complement that, if they can support you in such a way where, you, once again, you do you, you you continue to progress, continue to achieve. Yeah. And they're all for that. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important in a yeah. mature relationship. Honestly, that's one of the things that I'm grateful for in this relationship. Yes. Because, you know, Alex has really been pushing me. Um, to strive harder, really pursue my passion. And he's super supportive. And it feels good to have a partner who who you know is kind of also doing that. Like, you're in a healthy competition of, like, who gets to be the best. Like Because you have to show up as the best for your partner as well, right? Totally agree. Diba? I, I feel the mm. same. So these are some of the personas that we can think about. If you were in that relationship with these people... We're telling you, don't second-guess yourself. Your breakup was actually worth it. Yeah, your breakup was worth it. So how can we help you further? You can ask yourself some empowering questions. Yeah, so uh, some of the things that we actually wrote down that will be pretty much very helpful on how you can really assess that or really... Snap yourself back yeah. to reality. Smash Assess. that rose-colored lens. What a fucking lens. corporate word. Smash I don't even know why it. I said that. Yeah. Snap, snap yourself back to reality. Yeah. And um, one question that I would like to share is, was I truly happy Yes. in that relationship? Now, the thing about, the thing about that is that perception doesn't af- affect facts, but facts affect perception Ooh. yeah i don't know where that came from <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. perception perception doesn't affect facts but facts affect perception so need the election post so take a look at the facts yeah were you happy yeah and it, it's it's a simple it's a simple question mm-hmm. Com- obviously complicated answer mm-hmm. but there's so much facts that you could reveal in that one question. Yeah, exactly. And you can ask yourself, did you really deserve the way you were treated? I actually read one book and then they advise that, for example, control freak or whatever, right? Take out the sex part because sometimes there's an illusion of passion and all things are well when you're like, mm. amazing compatibility in bed. Take out the sex and then calendar yourself the, mo- the many times that you either felt so bad in that relationship or like you're he's angry or miserable or, or whatever right like the bad days y- y- calendar that and take a hard look at yourself it, if it is really good if the relationship is really good if you have more happy days or more terrible days right yeah when i was still in that denial stage of my old relationship i would always tell myself that you know, the, sad, the hard thing is when we're happy, we're really happy. Like the good moments are really good moments. But the bad moments are just freaking terrible. And my friend snapped me out of my rose-colored lenses and she said, yes, you have happy moments. 
all relationships have happy moments. You can find another batch of happy moments with a new partner. But think about the price that you have to pay. Oh, man. For that happy moments in this current relationship. And I'm like, shit, oh, nga na. <laughs> the price you right? have to pay. Diba? To be happy. So, it's not worth it. So, okay, here's, here's actually what you can do, okay? So, if you're listening to us right now or if you're on YouTube, get a pen and a paper, okay? May little activity tayo. This is to help you snap out of that graduation goggles, okay? Tama na in denial. Mm-hmm. On a sheet of paper, right? Draw a long line down. Sa gitna. Line in the middle, okay? On one side, draw a heart emoji. Heart emoji. On the other side, draw a poop emoji. <laughs> Shitty, okay? Poopy emoji. In the heart emoji section, you can write down the good things about the relationship. In the poopy section, fill it out with the shitty things about your relationship or the bad things. Okay? For example, she's so hot. She's a bombshell. That's in the heart section. In the poopy section, maybe the vicious honesty that you can tell yourself is, Ayaw, hindi, hindi ako tanggap ng family niya. Oh, ayaw niya, ako ayaw ako, ayaw ako introduce Yeah. You know, I, she doesn't want to introduce me to her, to her family or to her friends. Yes. Yes. Or, kunwari, you also say na, um, this person is super, I don't know, super career-oriented or mayaman siya or, or, you know, she's successful. They're successful. On the other end, they're so busy. They're so busy. And I celebrated my birthday twice alone because they were never there to celebrate it with me. They actually forgot. They forgot, right? Or they're never available. Or this person is, let's say, great in bed. They have lots of sex, right? Really passionate, loving. The poopy side to that is, the sad thing is, hindi lang ikaw yung kasex niya. Oh <laughs> my He's God. cheating on you and having That's great, f- passionate sex with everyone else. Right? So that's what you need to do. Take a close look. Examine your past relationship. Were you really happy? Was it really all good? Right? And really, we're here to tell you that your breakup is worth it because it was toxic. Right? You might have dumper's remorse or he might be the one who dumped you. They might be the one who dumped you and you feel like shit because anyone kanila and they dumped you. But take a closer look that it wasn't really that good, right? You got to see it for what it really is. Mm-hmm. At the same time, don't feel so, don't feel ashamed if you're at the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. It's very important to, what's the word to use? Be viciously honest with yourself. Like, okay, I went through this shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now what can I do Yeah, to bounce back, mm-hmm. walk away with these lessons mm-hmm. Raise my standards, mm-hmm. hold my head high, yeah, and really just see it for what it really is, and move on, and right? move on. Yeah. So go in on, get that paper, write it down. You don't have to do it right now and finish it right now. It can be an ongoing thing. Put it in your room. Look at all the crappy things that is on there. Rage that page. Fill that shit out, and just you know, thank yourself that finally I'm out of that relationship. Uh, so those are some of the things that we're going to do in our coaching sessions if you want to do coaching sessions with us. Absolutely. We've got a great 
announcement for everyone. We're now launching our coaching platform for Stories After Swipe Right. Uh, what we can do for for you is provide you with a claim your free 30-minute coaching session. Yes. So what our coaching session is, is if you are a person who feels like you need an extra hand, a professional hand in your relationship journey, whether you're single, you're, you know, you're in a relationship or you're just gone out of a relationship. If you feel that this is too chaotic and you need help, we're here for you, right? Because we feel like there are not many relationship coaches that are targeting, you know, our generation. But yeah. usually it's just married people, family, kids, divorce. And not everybody understands the struggle of dating in your younger years. Especially so, online dating. Especially online dating, right? So we're, he we're here for you. Head on to podcast.storiesafterswiperight.com and claim your free 30-minute coaching session with us. Absolutely. And Yay. I guess my final message for everyone today is to stay loyal to your truth. Oh my gosh, you know I have that tattoo here, diba? Stay loyal to your true yeah, that, self. That's where I got oh. it from. <laughs> where do you think I got it from? <laughs> yeah, stay right? loyal to your true you know, self. You know the worst thing about being in a relationship? If it's if that relationship moves you away from your truth. Oh, yeah. You lost yourself in the relationship. Yeah, no? there you go. Mm -hmm. That's definitely a way better way to explain it. Um, but stay loyal to your truth. You know what that is. Yeah. I guess for me, my final words would be, it was meant to not work because something better is meant to work for you, right? You don't have to make up all this, I don't know, things in your head that it was good, pwede pa, kaya pa, you know? You deserve so much better. You deserve a relationship that you don't have to question. You deserve a relationship that you will feel confident being a part of, right? And just go get it. Go get it. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in our next episode. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for joining us in this episode. Visit us at podcast.storiesafterswiperight.com and follow us on social media at Stories After Swipe Right. And also follow us on Spotify today. Bye, guys. Bye.